So for instance, this is how you have to view these things. Like Starbucks, you walk into Starbucks or whatever coffee shop you love. Uh, hey, here's $3 and they hand you a coffee. That's your, that's, that's baseline. Like they did, there's no, the coffee can be great, but there's no reason to praise them, right? You walk in, here's my expectation. Right. I'm going to give you money. You're going to give me coffee. That's amazing. And that's what most, I would not even photographers, businesses do. Very that's, transactional. It's very yes. transactional. And that's okay if you just want to be okay. But the way I view it is you have from step A to step B, I erase that B and I'll put Z. You have the entire alphabet of numbers to up level that. So put A on the bottom left corner where the inquiry comes in and put Z at the very top right corner where you finished and finalized their photos. <clears throat> there are so many opportunities to lace in touch points that every single one of those is leveling up that experience. So by the time they're done, their expectations are so above that baseline, they can't help to talk about you. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Welcome, welcome to the show. Today, my guests are James and Jess Whitmire. You probably just know them as James and Jess. They're a husband and wife destination wedding photographer duo based in Santa Barbara, California. When they aren't traveling for weddings, they are speaking at conferences and sharing their knowledge of business, photography, and how to create raving fans. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. They share ways that you can elevate your client experience, so they just can't help but share your name with others. And as you probably saw in the title, serving them with albums is one of those elevated experiences. I think you'll really love this conversation, uh, so let's get into it. James and Jess, welcome to the podcast. How are y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning. So good. And good evening and good afternoon to everyone, wherever y'all are at. Uh, we're doing great. We're stoked to be here. I love these things. I love opportunities to talk shop and chat all the good things about client experience and, and just life as an entrepreneur and creative. Oh yeah, me too. Like those are, I, I love client experience. I feel like that is one of the most important things as entrepreneurs, especially photographers and mm -hmm. like this whole creative scene. Uh, Cause that's what really like sets you apart from totally. someone down the road, uh, especially for clients who are just like, I don't know. These photos look nice. And those right. photos look nice. I don't really know what a good photo looks like. If you're like. a photographer, every photo should at least so, look nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, like baseline effort. You should have nice photos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so for could y'all give us a little uh, a little backstory on oh. on James and Jess, where y'all are based, what y'all mainly photograph, all those kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. So hello, everyone. And hello to new faces. Uh, hello to old friends. If you're in here, uh, we're James and Jess. We're husband wife wedding photography duo based out of sunny Santa Barbara, California. And we specialize in luxury destination weddings. We've been doing this. This is just his 16th year full-time and my 11th year full-time doing weddings. 
Over the past decade, we have photographed over 400 weddings around the world together and we love it. And about over the past six or seven years, we also travel now to educate and hop on podcasts. We were just at the Reset Conference yesterday, like 12 hours ago. (laughs) Uh, And we love creatives and photographers. And our goal in teaching is to help photographers thrive in business and in life. Because I think the two are married and joined more than most people know, like business and life. And when you're a photographer, the lines are very blurry. And I actually really like that it's all kind of together. And yeah. That's uh, we travel 50% of the year. Statistically, that's how that works. So if we're not in Santa Barbara, we're elsewhere. Uh, so that's, that's who we are and that's what we love. That's cool. Yeah. I always love seeing on y'all's Instagram, like the, the, the poses with your luggage. I'm like, I okay, where, where are they off to now? <laughs> it's like every other, every other week I'm like, okay, cool. They're off to some new, <laughs> location somewhere having fun I, I will say the saving grace and all of it like one of the three reasons i got into photography was to travel mm-hmm. and never in my wildest dreams that i imagine i'd marry my, my spouse would be my business partner and the saving right. grace of all of it is as much as we travel if one of us nine to five and one of us had the schedule we currently have we virtually would not see each other uh so it is fantastic and i love it and it, it like that the, the one thing it leans like it works because we all, we do it together. Yeah. I mean, last year we did 45 flights in 45 weeks. So if we, <laughs> yeah, so if we didn't work together, we would never, ever see each yeah. other. And we still really oh, no. love each other after seeing each yeah. other 99% hey, of the time. Been together 10 years and we yeah. still love each other and like each other when? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the best. It's, it's fun. Um, like talking to friends who are just like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, it, they're kind of like, uh, they're tired of being around their spouse and they're just like, yeah, I just need some time alone. Get out over here. And like my wife and I are like, we are together almost 24 seven. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a she works, she works from home now. I work from home. Like anytime that I'm traveling for work, she's usually right there with me. And yeah, we're just like, we just want more time together. Like <laughs> we're not yeah. looking to get away from each other. And uh, yeah. And that's, that's amazing. I love that y'all are in that same boat. I love uh, And they get to that. experience all these places together. Yes. Wow, that's uh, that was, that was a big thing for me. Uh, as well becoming a photographer I was like this would give me like reasons to go travel places mm-hmm. um, other than just like I want to go see what New York is like um, <laughs> I can just be like okay cool yeah I'm gonna work on booking <laughs> a session in New York and then yes. I get to go and see what yeah. New York is yeah. like and it's that fun incentive when you're starting out like when we were starting out probably like I mean you know a decade ago but we were like oh let's start traveling like it's always been in our hearts even if you're going for fun, it's fun because there's more than just, there's more objective than just let's go experience it. You get to experience it and capture it how you want to now. And there's, there's another layer of experiencing culture when you get to document it. And you know, your mindset changes when you're doing it for different reasons. And it's really cool. It's deeper. I love that part about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the culture of like, uh, especially for uh, photographing weddings, Oh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, this is this is a what Rhode Island culture is. Like this <laughs> is very different than yeah. than uh, Central Texas culture. Absolutely, like, uh, Absolutely. but it's it's very interesting uh, getting to see all that and experience 
uh, new people and making making friends along the way. There's yes. I'm still good friends with people that I met just uh, in passing in Anaheim, like in 2014. So cool. Yes, I, I have this. We just like amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's, awesome. that's so cool. That's, that's a reflection of you and how you travel like intentionally with that. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I do love to have my, my earbuds in and like have some quiet time in the airport, but I'm also like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the person sitting next to me. If I want to talk, I will talk. It's cool. Uh, but, but yeah, well, uh, one thing that I like to ask my guests is over your career. I mean, y'all have been doing this for a while. Has there been, um, uh, like a lesson or uh, some advice that y'all have received mm-hmm. that just absolutely changed the way that you look at business or look at just life in general? Yes. So we, um, we both have answers say- to this because we both have, this is a very powerful question and they're very two powerful things that like, there's an absolute yes to our answers. <laughs> I, <Okay. laughs> first about eight years of business, I was very prideful and afraid that if I asked questions of other photographers and educators, then they would know I didn't know the answer to that question. And I was too afraid to ask questions. So I tried to learn everything on my own, failed multiple times in different ways. And it wasn't until I realized it's okay that you don't know something. And it's okay to ask the people around you for help on things like that. So I wish I wouldn't have wasted all those years, but I'm grateful that I did because... Now I know it's okay to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Sum, to sum that one up, like get in a humble space and yeah. stay there. Like be a student first, no matter what. And if those people are really going to judge you for asking a question, they're not the right person anyways, and they're not going to benefit you at all. So like if I'm just being exactly. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just... happens. Like that someone's like, right. oh, so you yeah. questions. like, I'm oh, yeah. so happy every DM I get about questions. Yeah. I was going to say the other big thing that pairs with that is learning that you're not meant to do this alone. Like mm-hmm. as your business grows and you truly step into that CEO role, you aren't meant to be your CPA and your bookkeeper and your editor and your assistant. Like it's important to grow your team yeah. and bring people on that can help you grow mm-hmm. so that you can actually do yeah. what you do best. And you can love and serve your clients best by adding other people to the team. Yes. Yeah. I spent way too many years trying to do everything on my yeah. own, um, mm-hmm. which like, uh, like Jess, I was going to say, I, I was also very prideful, um, which I'm not like uh, overall, I don't think I'm a very prideful person, <laughs> but for some reason in my business in photography, I was like, no, I'm going to do everything myself. I'm going to learn everything myself. I was very prideful in the, I didn't go to school for this. I didn't study photography in college and (laughs) I'm not a uh, traditionally, you know, trained photojournalist or anything. Like I, I learned all of this on my own Mm -hmm. and that, held me back from really expanding, uh, in my skill set and in the way that I treat my clients in those first, you know, five Mm. years or so of business where I was too prideful to say, Mm. Hey, like I, I just shared this, uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast that for the first three years, um, I had, I didn't know what ISO was and I had my ISO at 1600. 
um, on a camera that like maxed out at 3400, like 6400. Big deal. Yeah, 1600 was a big deal. And I was like, why are my photos so grainy in like bright, sunny days? And yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but I was I was too prideful to to just yeah. ask my totally. fellow photographers like, so what does this do? And um, you know, YouTube education wasn't what it is uh, these days, yeah, and podcasts and all that. So all. yeah, no, yeah. Man, so I finally I finally you know ate some humble pie and asked uh, yeah. one of my photographer friends, yeah. and they're like yeah you should have that like a hundred or two hundred during the day and i was like yeah. oh okay and then my photos were so much better so funny. Uh, but and i remember just struggling for years <laughs> trying to figure out why everything is so grainy i was like what is up with lightroom i don't know what's going on um, yeah but that's a huge and that's like that's the surf like we can laugh at that example right so that's what's going on imagine the things under the hood of all of us who were like like, oh, well, and it's, and it's not a pride, like cocky. It's, you should be proud of your business, but sometimes that gets misinterpreted to yourself of, I guess I don't need help. Cause I, I'm going to bootstrap this whole thing. It's like, no, we were not created to do right. this. Alone. Oh yeah. Yeah. And learning from others, like, like yourself, you know, uh, Jess, you've been doing this for 16 years full time. That mm -hmm. is a long time of doing like, I mean, mm -hmm. what is the statistic? Like most photographers close up shop in like three years or something. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're, you've got a lot of trial and error and learning things. Mm -hmm. And like for other people who are in that first three years, it is so important to learn from, uh, mm -hmm. from those like yourself that, have been in the business for a long time. Um, and even for like us who have been in the business for a decade or more, there are people who have been doing this for 20, 30, 40 yeah. years yeah. that we can look up to and yes. just be like, we don't have to go through the same trial and error and like all these struggles yeah. I can yeah. learn from you. And like, uh, like that has been huge for me with client experience, uh, mm. lately, uh, like the last probably three or four years where I really like, leveled up on that instead of just like hey i'll take your money and i'll show up on your wedding day mm -hmm. uh, but like yeah. creating more of an experience uh for that and i know that was one of the things that we we're going to talk about today oh, can't wait. Uh, yeah. and if, if i may tell my piece of advice or you know what yes, yeah, absolutely <laughs> it is so different and it's just hand in hand is my best friend uh, asked me about a year ago, we geek out on business hard. He is just a, he's a marketing genius. And so we're always geeking out like super late at night. And he said, if you were, if someone were to ask you, and he asked me, he said, if someone were to ask you a similar question and the way he worded it was, what is, if you had to boil it down to one thing in the past 10 years that made you most successful, what would it be? And it took me a long time to think about it. And then I boiled it down to the, the, the simple answer and I'll break it down is self-awareness. <laughs> And most of that boils down to emotional health, like being aware of how I, like being self-aware of what my tendencies are. You know, you could call it Myers-Briggs, Enneagrams, all those things, but getting to know yourself is scary sometimes. And I remember for the first three or four years of business, I was scared to take any personality test because my fear was like, oh, put me in a box and I'll be defined. When the reality is right. completely opposite. If you get to know yourself well enough, I know my tendencies. I know how I'm going to, and I can lead myself wherever I want. And without knowing how you're going to work with yourself or others, it's virtually impossible to intentionally lead yourself anywhere. 
because you leave too much to chance. And like, for instance, prime example, I'm an Enneagram seven. A lot of people say I'm a three. I'm like, God bless you, because that's a huge compliment to me because I know yeah. I, I naturally lack internal structure. My mind doesn't look like stairs. It looks like a roller coaster. But if I implement external structure, things get done better. You know, it doesn't look like Jess, who's a one. But if I know, like, I know my tendency is to drop a project 80% of the way. That's just how I work. So I know at that 20% is going to get harder, but I've pushed through it enough to know it's worth finishing. And so if I didn't know any of that about myself, I wouldn't have done anything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know that like Enneagram has been very trendy the last few years. People kind of make fun of it and everything. But I have also learned so much about myself by by learning, like seeing where I fell in the Enneagram. And like that's one of the things that my wife and I did was we both took the test to see where we were and we've learned a lot about each other. And like that has built our relationship even stronger because I'm like, Oh, okay. You're a nine. Like I know these things about you, like your tendencies and stuff. And I can like help you uh, like move, move on through this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she falls to, you know, I, I forget where it goes in like stress and stuff, but I know like I'm a six and I go to three in stress. Mm-hmm. which I always thought that I was a three, but it turns out I was just always stressful whenever I was working. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, that makes sense. Why I'm always just like achieving. Cause I was stressed out and, um, and like, I'm a weird counterphobic six. So I'm not like afraid of everything like doomsday trying to figure out mm-hmm. like what happens if this, I'm more of the like, uh, zombie apocalypse uh, six where I'm just like intrigued like if the zombie apocalypse happened what would we do how, yeah <laughs> how would we survive not in a fear base like how would we survive but like Almost how do like I Rick Grimes this and, yeah. 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 yeah oh that's huge I love that you brought that up because yeah it's like one it's you have to know yourself to lead yourself but then you're working with a spouse and your clients you know the amount of yeah, people are like, oh, this client emailed me. How dare them ask this? I was like, well, there's probably more to the surface. And if you start to understand how people tick, you, you can serve them more. And you're not as like, you understand it's not offensive. And a yeah. big thing like Jess, like I verbally process. I say a lot of like uh, provisional statements that don't mean anything. They're just out there. Jess, when we were first married, took everything I said at the word. So now I know like, hey, this is just me BSing, brainstorming. None of this holds value, but if I don't say that, like, I guess we're going to Disneyland tomorrow because I was like, we should go to Disneyland tomorrow, you know? <laughs> but yeah, to know yeah. that about yourself and then your team and, you know, the further out the circles go, it gets more fun yeah. and more influential. Yeah. 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 And, and like you were saying, like with your clients, it allows you to see like, how you interact with them. And also if you, if that brings up that conversation with them and like get to learn how they are and what Enneagram they are and like, what are the, what are the certain things that really uh, like I, um, a big thing for my wife and I, as we were going through like our engaged pre-wedding season was mm-hmm. uh, we took the five love languages test yeah. to see what our love languages were and they're different, uh, which, which most, most couples are. And it's like, okay, so this is how you receive love best. That's not how I give love best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like learning that about each other. And that's something that I do with my clients as well as I send them yes. that quiz and like help them get to like deepen that relationship together. 
and and really learn more because like you could be a gift giver and if your spouse is not a gift receiver if that means nothing to them it's like quality time is important to me i do not care if you bought me a gift Mm -hmm. um yeah and i'm i'm like all quality time the gift giving for me like if it's food is always always up there i'm there (laughs) That's like the sixth love but, language is food. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, the international love language. Everyone yes. has this one. <laughs> Get freedom back into your life with freedom edits. Do you often feel overwhelmed by the endless supply of photos, the amazing photos that you've taken, and you're just needing to edit them now? And they're just piling up and piling up. I know the feeling. I feel you. I was you not too long ago. But Freedom Edits is a team of photo and video editors who absolutely love to edit. You know that thing that you don't really super enjoy? Maybe you really love taking the photos, but you hate editing. These people love editing. They are a unicorn. They are amazing. And what I love about Freedom Edits, other than regaining more time to work on my business and spend afternoons with my kids and evenings with my wife, is that they are very hands-on with feedback. They want to know all the little tweaks you'd make to their edits, and then they learn how to better match your style. Now, I hardly have to adjust anything when I receive galleries back from my editor, Nick. What is up, Nick? You are amazing. So head to lightdarkco.com slash freedom to get 30% off your first order. Their prices are hella affordable anyway for the amount of time that they save you already. So get 30% off lightdarkco.com slash freedom and get more freedom in your life. Let's talk about um, like creating a, a great client experience and uh, what is that what does that look like for y'all uh, how have y'all done that that's a great question i think the the first thing to understand whether you're watching this live or you're listening to this is so just imagine like a graph you know like a vertical and a horizontal and at the very there's like step a and then there's step b and there's just it's a straight horizontal line in between the two Step A is, so for instance, this is how you have to view these things. Like Starbucks, you walk into Starbucks or whatever coffee shop you love. Uh, hey, here's $3 and they hand you a coffee. That's, your, that's, that's baseline. Like they did, there's no, the coffee can be great, but there's no reason to praise them, right? You walk in, here's my expectation. Right. I'm going to give you money. You're going to give me coffee. That's amazing. And that's what most, I would not even photographers, businesses do. Very that's, transactional. It's very transactional and that's okay if you just want to be okay. But the way I view it is you have from step A to step B, I erase that B and I'll put Z. You have the entire alphabet of numbers to up level that. So put A on the bottom left corner where the inquiry comes in and put Z at the very top right corner where you finished and finalized their photos. There are so many opportunities to lace in touch points that every single one of those is leveling up that experience. So by the time they're done, their expectations are so above that baseline, they can't help to talk about you. Yeah. And so the way we've done that is we kind of started at the base of, I want my inquiry process to be better than anyone else's. 
So when they send us an inquiry, either Jess or I or our executive assistant, we all have HoneyBook on our phone. So we all get the notification. The only notifications I get on my phone are Honey are, uh, inquiries. Yeah. Within 30 seconds, one of us will respond because it's all set up with templates. And when they respond, there's a video, instead of a PDF or a brochure, there's a click through to a uh, plus site. And it's a video of us welcoming them, walking them through everything we do, all of our collections, and then a calendar link to meet with us. That already is more impressive than probably anyone else they've inquired with. Oh, yeah. Because everyone else is like, here's my pricing PDF that you can't mm-hmm. open on your phone. Well, exactly. trying to pinch and like, yeah. uh, what is this? And so, like, yeah, that that face to face already. Like, yeah. 30 so, seconds in. You know, you just what you do is you just go through and be like, I want three to five of these. And depending on your weddings and how long you have, you know, it's maybe you send them a a little gift before the wedding. Maybe you send them like with us when we do albums, we always add like a little bonus mini album with it. Just little things that are systematized for you, but are surprises to them that are above the level expectation. And it doesn't take much, but it does take consistency because if you do it for one person and then you drop the ball on the next from the person they referred you to, their expectations are like excited. And then you're like, wait, but they, they said they got this and you know, so there does have to be systems in it. I have a, we have a YouTube channel and we have a whole thing on client just at mapping out visually how this works. It's if you just YouTube slash James and Jess, it's there's videos all on there and we'll send welcome boxes, but people tend to overthink the experience. What it is, is being more intentional consistently with every client with little touch points, whether that is physical, tangible, or, or even virtual, you know, or digital. Love, like going above and beyond that baseline is yeah. essentially what a client experience is built up. Yeah. And then that like that means so much more to them because it's like going into that coffee shop, ordering a coffee. And then they're like, hey, here's like a little a uh, little mini cookie that goes yes. along with it. You're like, what? This is amazing. I'm coming back here all the time. Yes. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. take. It's like <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah, I was like little it. little 10 cent cookie. Oh, my just God. Like, yeah. That would make my day. I'd just be like, this is amazing. This it's is so cool. I'm going to so come back cool. here all the time. And so anyone listening who is like, oh, I really want to you know, level it up. Start going to the places that make you feel good and have that and pay attention to the little things that they do. It's simple. Yeah. You know, it's like you said, that cookie cost them maybe 10 cents. Yeah. Maybe. Or like I did this the other day. I'm a super houseplant geek. I have 64 houseplants right now. And I ordered this houseplant from this, uh, like a nursery in New York, literally in Manhattan. It's the coolest thing. And they were like, Hey, here it is. It came in a box. It was perfectly packed. And then they had this little clipping of a, like a, of a node, like an Ivy to grow. And they're like, surprise, we added a little extra something. And I was like, (laughs) I felt like a kid going to Disneyland. I was like, but it was cost them nothing. It was a clip, you know, but it just, you know, start to pay attention to those things more. And then, customize it you can do the most exciting thing is you can do whatever you want it doesn't have to be photo related you know like you can send them coffee or popcorn or make them a cocktail or anything like that yeah yeah especially like thinking like along with your brand because my brand also has a lot to do with coffee and in my welcome gifts i send them a little bit like it's enough to make two cups and this is my favorite coffee and I have a note in there about why it's my favorite coffee and why I love it so much. And was like, here you go. 
like even if you don't like coffee it at least makes this package smell good whenever <laughs> exactly. it arrives uh, so it's not just like oh cool cardboard smell um, yeah but, I, agree. I think it's the uh like some people it's like it's, it's the thought that counts i'm like well it's the execution that counts like yeah. you can send them that coffee don't worry about do they drink coffee you've executed your part of it they yeah. it's up to yeah. them like if they're going to grind it up or put it in a coffee machine or whatever, but it's the execution on your part that does matter. You know, I think yeah. the thought is a nice thought, but you know, ideas without action are useless or worthless. Exactly. Yeah. And I've even had couples who are like, we don't drink coffee, but we did put it around like a little, uh, tea candle. Oh, and yeah. then Perfect. it just, it made, made our apartment smell like coffee and it was delicious. That's and so cool. Like, cool. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love those, like thinking of those little ways of going above and beyond. And like you said, it doesn't have to be crazy above and beyond. Um, like, Hey, you've booked a wedding with me. I'm going to like give you three free albums for Mm -hmm. you and each of your parents and like all of this, like crazy, you know, extra stuff. Like it could be as little as, uh, just like a surprise, postcard in the mail stating written note of hey i'm excited to work with you absolutely you're not just a number you're not just a number yeah i see you and i think this is something not talked about enough either is always getting better at your craft in our case photography is giving a better experience because if you're continually getting better and you're giving better images and you're delivering them in a way you want that might not seem like it but, you know, we've all had those clients who are like, I knew you were good, but oh my gosh, I did not know this. Yeah. That's also, that's that right there alone is client experience. So I think, you know, there's this weird thing where people are like, oh, I guess I'm good enough. And then they start to do all these other things, which is great. There, there does need to be a point where you can just go on a slight autopilot where you're not thinking about camera settings, but I think you should always be inspired to keep getting better at your craft because that's going to keep you growing and the experience growing as well. That's just necessary. Cause I think a lot of people stop when you're like, Oh, I'm, I don't have to think about it anymore. I'm good. Like yeah. don't forget about the craft, like the base of it all still matters. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like the, uh, the moving water, uh, brings life and stagnant yes. water. If you're just like, I'm good, Amen. I'm just gonna, just gonna stagnate here mm-hmm. and just become a, a puddle. Uh, because I'm good enough. And then you start growing some nasty smelling stuff. And then you like five years down the road, you're looking at everyone else who has gone down the stream. Yes. Like, wow. I'm so behind totally. on everything. I don't totally. even know. I don't even know how to do a silhouette. What is this? Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, okay. So part of y'all's client experience is the albums, mm-hmm. um, which I love. Uh, and uh, I, I love like seeing y'all sharing the albums and everything. And uh, what, what is, what is a way for like, for, or first of all, why should we even offer albums to our clients? Like what, what is that? Why, why should we do that? Yes. And I will preface all this by saying for the first seven years of business, we did not do albums uh, because I tried, it cost me money. You know, I didn't know how to do it. I felt awkward. I'm not, I'm actually a really good salesman. And I still was like, ah, I don't want to put a bad taste in their mouth. But Mm -hmm. I came to the point where I 
if anyone has like you all listening have a gallery space, cloud spot, whatever it is, you can go in and see when people download. They got to a point where I knew it was either one of my couple's anniversaries or birthdays because that's the only time after the week we give them their photos, they would be downloaded. And I thought that's, that's not even their fault. That's my fault. Like I should be giving them an avenue to enjoy these photos more than an Instagram post and an anniversary. Like they invest a ton in us, ton of time, a lot of money. You know, we are relationship, a lot of emotions. I want them to experience something ongoing more than digital. And so the way I sum it up is I love digital photography. I'm a digital photographer. I love that I can take a click, but you know, take a picture on my R6 and it's backed up twice on my camera and once on my phone if I want it to be. I love that we can look at each other while we're doing this podcast and everyone listening is on a digital platform. Amazing. However, nothing beats a tangible album that's produced to last a hundred years, be on your table to flip through, to look at the story from your marriage where it all began. And I actually say that to our couples because I believe that. Uh, So I started out of, I think there should be more than one avenue. So the why is because it deserves to be more than just a digital experience for your couple. And that lives on so much more so than just downloading and having as a background on your phone. You know, it's like sacred space. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like so many people, they just like upload uh, their wedding photos to a Facebook gallery Mm -hmm. and then that's it. And there's no way, like even, even for, for our anniversary, we're not going through and like clicking through the hundreds of photos that are no. in our Facebook gallery. Like we, we have our few that are on our phones and the, uh, you know, we, I mean, we have them printed around our house as well and in an album and everything. That's mainly where we see our wedding photos. We even have a calendar like in our bedroom. It's yes. not correct anymore. Cause it was for 2014, um, it's but there. it's, it's still there. And every, I don't know, like every seven years or something, it's back to the correct dates and, <laughs> and it's cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah it's, it's still up there. And like, we're seeing those photos and there's something about tangibly holding yes. artwork. Yeah. And, and, and seeing your faces and the ones that you love. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, I'm doing it long enough now. I, I know it works. Like I've, I've taught every level of photographer from the level we're at of destination and like charging like a lot to people who are just like, I want to shoot a low price and just serve 50 people a year. I'm like, that's amazing. Everyone in between yeah. I've seen and it works is it's valued no matter what print is valued more than digital. And I've watched it time. We just had a couple over the, the rare privilege that they were in town when their album was shipped to us and I had them over and it's, I cried like it's different opening up an album. It really yeah. is. And in that, if you care about experience, that's one of the biggest things you can do for client experience is the, the tangible album. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I just had uh, an in-person uh, meeting with with a couple and they were uh, they were looking through one of my sample albums and just yes. like flipping through this 
wedding of people they had no relationship with, didn't know anything, <laughs> and they were just like starting to tear up and he was just like oh this is an amazing moment this is so great i love this i love that their their grandmother was the flower girl and like all these different things and i was like and i even told them like you know you connected so much like i saw you connecting with this album like imagine how much more it's going to be with your photos in there and he was like yeah no this is like there's no way that we're not getting an album like, there you um, go. I don't I don't know what what the package is going to look like and everything, but include this in all of them. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we're, we're going to get this. And I was like, yeah, because yeah. it, it like it it pulls that out of you instead of like giving them a gallery to like swipe through and like, OK, cool. These are, you know, good, good photos of a wedding. Seeing that of someone else's wedding even pulled them in. Yeah, that's that. awesome. I love that you yeah. do that for for those client or for the for the photographers that are just like i don't know like this it feels salesy like people are already spending thousands of dollars with me to photograph the wedding and then i'm wanting to ask them for thousands more for albums like how do we approach those clients um who don't purchase an album like at the beginning um but like later on to to really serve them well yeah that's a great question and first uh, at the end, when you know we are given the links to everything, I have a resource for everyone listening of like the exact steps I take to do this with your clients. But uh, so that'll I'll mention that in a bit. But yeah, with that is there's a couple schools of thought you kind of have to understand. Is one, it's the assumption that they're going to be in a negative space when you offer them an album, which couldn't be further from the truth if you do it well because mm. you just gave them the, their wedding photos, you know, the yeah. fear is I don't want to piss them off because they just paid this. No, no, no. If you're doing it right, they're ecstatic and over the moon. Like that's just it. You have to do it, you know, kindly, but that's a huge thing. You know, you get locked in your heads like, Oh, now I'm going to ask for this. Like, well, they should be really happy with you. Actually. You're honestly, you're doing them a favor by offering them an album of their wedding photos because research shows that, about 80% of consumer made books. So like people that Shutterfly, just Shutterfly, things like that, companies. 80% of those never oh, make yeah. it to the cart, which means they're just uploading the photos online, trying to design something. And then they never actually order. An yeah. Album. So if you want to go beyond and talk, start talking experience, you're doing a disservice for not offering this actually. And I yeah. always say like in, in the majority of photographers, it's okay. If the last step in your process is either blogging or sending the full gallery link, But if you want to go to the next level, to what I would argue an expert experience photographer level, you must be offering things to further that experience. Um, And the other thing you have to remember is post-wedding, the wedding's over. The wedding budget is not a conversation anymore. Post-wedding, they are making this decision as a married couple to invest in something that they, that means something more to them, to their relationship. Now, you, you, and I both know this best practice. They should be aware of it beforehand. There should be opportunity to have beforehand. But if you're just going in right now and you're like, none of my couples uh, that I have photographed or currently have booked have an album. If you have photographed their wedding, what I would highly suggest doing, and there's, and then the resource I'm giving, I'll teach you exactly how to do this. I would get on Kiss Designer or Album Stomp or a, a very easy free software as a photographer where you can upload uh, like a digital 
album, design it for them, set it to some music or better their first dance song, send it to them, say, Hey, I, I know your wedding was a happy anniversary or, you know, whatever it was. I just wanted to say, thank you. I, I just began offering albums because I believe just what I said, I believe in print and so much better to have this on your coffee table. I made this digital version for you. If you're interested, we'd love to chat. You know, I would love to figure out how we can get you an album, you know, and it's scary because I think people think like they might not ever refer me. And my fear was if I do that, they will they'll be like, Oh, bad taste, never refer them. I'm happy to right. say I've done this with hundreds of people and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they love it. And and yeah. you make more money and they love you for it. And I get more referrals because of those albums. We actually exactly. had a client we had a client that I was talking to about albums recently, and she said, Your albums that you create for your clients must be such great marketing. And I laughed and I said, Yeah. And then I said, Wait, what exactly do you mean? And she said, When I go over to my friend's house, if they were to have their album out on the table and I saw it, there's no one else that I would want to capture my wedding except for the photographer that took that. And I thought, yeah, I didn't realize that extent of marketing because we're not present for that part of it and we don't have control over that part of it. But knowing that our couples have it out on their table and are happy to share that with their friends and that points back positively to us as well because we gave them such a great experience. Oh yeah. And especially with like destination weddings or like this day and age where a lot of people cannot be there physically for the wedding, having that physical album that you can share with them months down the road, like that just means so much more to them to have that. Uh, Because I remember like looking through my grandparents' photo album with like the sleeves, oh. you like put the yeah. four by six yeah. prints in there and yeah. everything. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Film with the air bubbles and everything inside. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I remember looking at that and just like feeling like I was there. Cause I could see those photos and they had like, I don't know, 17 photos from their wedding. Cause that's right. what it was like back then. But, um, but also like, uh, that, that, feeling of being there and experiencing that was something that I wouldn't have had, had they not had that album Mm -hmm. also with the film, with the bubbles and all the, the old school albums. um, I find that with some parents of, uh, of clients or even clients who just like they're, they'd have no idea what these albums look like. Um, I early on, I would say something about, you know, creating a, a photo album for them. And they're just like, oh, you know, I don't really like how those look. And I was like, oh, no, this is different. This yeah. is yes, you must show yeah. them even when we're doing Zoom calls like we do destination weddings. And most people getting married in Santa Barbara in our hometown is mm-hmm. they're coming into town because it's a big destination spot. If we're Zoom yeah. calling, I hold them up and I'm like, listen, and I have like a video of them on our pricing sheet. Like I'm very like, you need to see this. And then the second we're with them for the engagement session, I plop that in their lap. Because yeah, it yeah. is powerful. But even to your point, just as mom and dad just celebrate, what, 40 years? Yeah. Man, 40 nice. years of marriage is so cool. That's awesome. We went over there for uh, her dad's birthday the other day. And uh, her mom had surprised him with like uh, one of those albums. Like I cut it out, a scrapbooky thing. But it was, uh-huh. this is our 40 years. And I was crying. Like Beautiful. it was like them when they were younger than us. And when we, you know, and I was just like, wow. Because I... You know, for the past decade, I've known them and seen the, the, the 30 to 40th of them, but I had never experienced that before. 
And that was in like a cutout, old scans, pixelated photos. Yep. And I got to experience that with my in-laws. And I was like, man, I wish I had had someone put that in front of me of me, you know, of my wedding, which I didn't have that experience, which fueled a lot of our experiences, how we went through our wedding process. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree. And it's just, it's a different level. And I think the fear is like all those fears are false. So if they're going to not like me for this, they're going to want this. I have people just raving the biggest, the biggest fans I have who have photographs or like couples I've shot are the ones who also spend the most money on their album. Let's just the truth. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember whenever I first started offering albums, I think I was charging like $1,500 for a wedding. And, and I, was, I found, I found a pretty, pretty cheap, uh, album designer. Um, they're out of business now, uh, for good reasons. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was not made to withstand a hundred years. It was $100. So it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I was spending about, uh, like $60 for like yeah. a 20 page, uh, flush mount, uh, album. And yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, but at that time it was, it was good quality for me. Yes. Like that was, yeah. it looked great and it totally. wasn't something expensive. It was something that I could do. And, um, but I remember talking to that first couple who had already booked with me and I was like, they already spent over a thousand dollars with me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sell them on this $200 album. And, uh, and then they were just like, no, that's amazing. Yeah. Like add that to, to our package. Yep. We also yes. want one for, for my parents. And I was like, yep. what? This is, this is amazing. This is so that's, cool. All it takes is this is what I tell everyone that all it takes is that first green light. Yeah. And then you realize like, it is scary. Like, but when you started shooting weddings, it was scary to say, this is what I charge. And all it took was one person. Every time you raise your prices, all it takes is one person to say, yes, please. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you just get addicted to it because not only is it income for you, your experience goes up. You get to do more things with your clients. You get to produce more work. And yeah. so anyone who has not gotten that green light yet, just know it comes quicker than you think. And you just have to put yourself out there. And as soon as you get it, it is, it's like... That's the fear before you drop on a roller coaster. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're flying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that a no, like a no right now may become a yes later. Um, oh yeah. I, no, I had one if, of, if yeah. I, uh, this is something, this is actually really funny. Jess and I, uh, 2019, we moved, we moved to Paris for a few months just because we've always wanted to do that. So we did. And yeah, while that's we a here, great reason to do it. Like, there's like a very satirical <laughs> book on this gentleman who married, uh, I believe he, he married a Frenchman yeah. and he was a U.S. Uh, pastry chef. And so the mm. book, the second half of the book is all these amazing recipes, but the first half is him acclimating to Parisian culture. And the biggest <laughs> lesson he learned that I learned out of the book was no doesn't mean no. It means convince me. And there's a very... There's a lot of beauty in that. A lot of people say no out of being burned in the past, out of current expectation. Convince me means educate me. Mm -hmm. Show me the value. Show me why I need this. And not in a salesy way of a, it's my responsibility. If you say no, I probably haven't shown you the value. And exactly. so turning no's into yeses is one of the funnest things ever because it's not like, ha ha, I beat you in an arm wrestle. It's more like, 
you jumped over to my side out of excitement and said, yes, I didn't drag you over here. You know, I think that's the expectation is, oh, you got the yes, but at what cost? At the cost of I created another rating fan, if you do it right. Right. Yeah. You're not trying to like nickel and dime them to get all of their money and like, well, let me get you this thing. And you really yes. need this too. And give exactly. me a, give me your credit card. I'm just going to keep running it. It's cool. But, oh. um, but yeah, like coming into it with that attitude of this is a service for you, uh, like for, for your clients and serving them instead of trying to sell, sell them. Um, and like, I know like just from following y'all, I see, you post about albums on social media. I see that you have albums and print on your website. So like that first interaction, whenever you're talking about albums, I'm sure is not the first time that your clients have known one, just like known that you actually offer that yeah. or like seen the quality of work. I mean, you even mentioned that earlier in, uh, in that initial uh, pricing guide mm -hmm. is a video of, the albums. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just B roll. So it's us talking, literally sitting right here. Hey, we're Jim. Yes. Welcome. Congrats on getting, you know, engaged. We're going to walk you through our collections and our collections have album credit in them. That's the way we do it. And as we're just saying, like we're listing them off, you know, eight hours of photography coverage with James and Jess, uh, high resolution JPEG images, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like an eight by eight, 20 page linen album. As I'm saying that it's just me took my, you know, my, R6 and just did a quick little pan of an album and then yeah. another flat with me flipping a page and I just laced that in and it's just, Oh, they're more familiar. They're more familiar with it. Something we mm. realized early on, especially as we were adding albums into all of our collections and wanting to make sure that every single one of our clients had an album was that people cannot buy what they don't know exists. So if our couples yeah. don't know that we offer mm. albums, they're not going to ask. Most likely, they're not going to say. People do not ask. They don't ask because they don't know it exists. So we realized, okay, what is a gap in our process that we can actually fill in with education for our mm -hmm. clients so they know the questions that they should be asking and so they know what we actually offer because they can't read our minds and we can't read their minds. And so we wanted to make sure that that was part of our experience. And once mm -hmm. we added that in where... On our social media and our marketing, yes, we talk about albums, but also from the very first touch point of their when they inquire with us, they know that this is something we offer because after your wedding day, you have your marriage and your photos. And that's good it. or bad. Good or bad. That's that's what you got. Yeah. So we yeah. want to make sure that they have a great marriage and incredible photos and a way to relive the first day of their marriage together, which is in that album. So once we started putting that in, it was so easy because mm -hmm. they realized, oh, they offer this. This is exactly what I'm looking for. It's an easy yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's so important. Like you were saying, they don't it, they can't buy what they don't know. Mm -hmm. If you're not if you're like shy about albums, like, I don't know, I don't want to share this. Like, I'll I'll just send them a link after the gallery and just be like, hey, this is what I offer now. They're it's it's they're very cold to it and they're not mm -hmm. warmed up to the idea they yeah. don't even know about it but like talking about it showing on social media on your website just working through that in the whole process like mm -hmm. uh, handing them an album at their engagement session for them to flip through like that's all part of the warming process to where at the end yeah. there's just like i've held this i've seen what y'all do i see mm -hmm. what you've done for other couples i want this now like i've yeah. got to have this I mean, imagine 
crossing your fingers and hoping that you get <clears throat> someone to book you to shoot their wedding if you don't post and have no wedding photos on your website yeah. or Instagram. Right. It's, like, yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not. No. Like, that would be a miracle if I was like, I'm a wedding photographer and nothing and be like, sure, you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that is a lot of trust. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and probably not a smart move. No. <laughs> but yeah, so so what are some ways, like some first steps for those who do not currently offer albums or maybe don't share about it? Um, what are some first steps to uh, incorporating that into their business? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I could go. I could go on and on. And oh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing, well, here, I'll drop a resource right now. Uh, yeah. if this is if you guys are, if anyone in here wants to really geek out, I actually have a masterclass. It's free, like an online masterclass. It's an hour long where I, I go into to depth on all these because I cannot do it in 10 minutes. It's about an hour long. Uh, so if you go to jamesandjess.com slash light and dark a and d light a and d dark i couldn't put the plus sign because it was a plus sign and they don't like those symbols <laughs> they do uh, not like those symbols trust me there's good to think of before you know, this podcast yeah. but you know jamesandjess.com <laughs> slash light and dark it'll take you to a couple click throughs and you can just watch this webinar uh just master class i recorded it just like this a screen share everything uh but the biggest thing is awareness and um making sure it's communicated well. Yeah. You know, the biggest mistake is there's no awareness. Everyone's in the dark. And then all of a sudden the wedding happens and then you're like, boom, hey, buy an album. And you're like, yeah. whoa, that is, that, that, that feels like a bait and switch. Yeah. yeah. So what I encourage you to do and inside this, the step one inside the eight steps I teach in this is workshop is I we personally say add an album credit into your collection. So for us, it's an eight by eight, 20 page linen album. I would say uh, if you're starting out, say it's a $600 album credit, you don't make money off that. But realistically, if you're doing this right, it costs you about $105 to buy that wholesale, putting in your album producer. And that's the foot in the door that allows you afterwards to say, hey, here's an opportunity to get a bigger album. And then worse comes to worse, they don't, which has never happened to me. They always choose something bigger, which is great. You are still serving them with an album because what you have to remember is first and foremost, albums are about serving. Yes, income is awesome. That's secondary compared to serving. And if you want to go beyond than just a photo taker who sends a gallery, give them something tangible. And that's step one is implement it. So we are huge fans of Kiss Books. If you go to kiss.us, you have to sign up for a photography account because it is for photographers only, which is amazing. They have hundreds of stock images for free because I took them and sent them to them <laughs> that you can just download and add to your <laughs> get your albums. You know, so step one would be like start start imagining it and playing with it. Start getting familiar with Kiss Books. Start getting familiar with what it would look like to post about albums and. And then maybe order a few samples or maybe gift some past clients a few so you can take pictures of them and say, I'm so excited to send these off to, you know, this couple for their anniversary. Stuff like that. Bringing the awareness oh, yeah. because it's number one. They got to be aware of it. So I would just start thinking of it. Start considering it. You start tinkering with albums. I think that is so great. And I also love Kiss and Sean uh, Gordon oh, is amazing. One of the greatest uh, humans on the planet. I'm convinced. So, yes, 
Oh yeah. So intentional, like with his conversations, every mm-hmm. time that I've met him, uh, he's been, uh, he was a guest on the podcast, like, I don't know, uh, last year at some point, like episode 70 ish. Nice. Um, but, but like just having those conversations with him, I'm just like, I feel like so seen and also just like enlightened to go through life yes. now. Um, so he's a, a great guy and like the whole kiss, uh, albums, um, just like they're what they do behind, uh, the albums and why Crazy. they're there to serve and like, yeah. and all of those stock images that, uh, that yeah. they provide that y'all provide, uh, <laughs> uh like they, those, it's super easy. Cause that is difficult to start selling albums. If you have no photos mm-hmm. of albums 100%. and yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, awesome. I, this has been great. I've loved uh, getting to chat with y'all. This is so fun. Um, and yeah, that, uh, that link to James slash light and dark. Um, I will have that in the show notes as well. So y'all can just click on there. You don't have to worry about typing in, uh, URLs and stuff. Um, but before we wrap up, uh, before we wrap up today, there's part of the show that I like to do. That's just, uh, we get to talk about what we're loving this week. Um, could be like a movie, TV show, book, whatever could be weather, uh, or a new food. Um, what, what are y'all loving this week? So this week, uh, this is always a love for me, but I've, I've gotten to a deeper level in the past week of, uh, I love houseplants. Uh, growing up, my dad owned and operated a commercial landscape company. Uh, so I grew up around greenery and I, we currently have 64 houseplants, but now it's getting to the point where I just Amazoned and custom ordered <laughs> basically I ordered five different types of soil to make my own dirt and I'm making like these moss holes <laughs> for them to grow up. Basically yeah. just houseplants. You need to talk about the, uh, what you bought. So you oh, okay. And then we were thought. going to, uh, we went to reset. We travel half the year and everyone's like, how the hell do you keep right. these plants? alive?" It is the last thing I do before I go to the airport is water my plants and it takes a full hour. And so what I did was I ordered a humidifier because a lot of house plants in my house are tropical and Santa Barbara is, is a great climate, but it's a little bit drier than tropical. And right. so I bought a humidifier that hooks up to my phone. So as I was in reset in Kentucky, I could turn on the humidifier <laughs> to mist my plants. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> It's like the uh, like that Bluetooth type uh, dog feeder thing yes, where they can yes, like, come over yes, and like exactly. FaceTime you. It. It's like exactly. that. Yeah, it's like oh wait, hold on, guys. Let me let me feed my plants real quick. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I'm always geeky awesome. with dog plants. Uh, <laughs> if anyone is just like, let's talk plants. I'm in. Send me a DM. Mm. I love okay. that. Awesome. Have you heard of uh, Bloom and Grow? Uh, radio it's a podcast about houseplants um she uh she did like a collaboration my sister-in-law is an artist and does a lot of uh like oil paintings of um, florals and and plants and stuff like that and she did a collaboration with her couple years ago and uh which is how i found her and then she has like this quiz on like what houseplants work the best for you and all that like has started getting me into like i have i have a succulent up here 
Um, those are my level of what I can keep alive right now. That's and, uh, you know, moving, moving forward one day, I will get to, <laughs> I'll get to James level of oh, like yeah. getting this humidifier for my phone. It's ridiculous. Uh, like the thing behind me right now, this, this, uh, Monstera, it's touching the ceiling. Yes. And so it's oh, about wow. 10 feet. I think the ceiling is about 90 feet. Yeah. It's it's, feet. So it's almost 10 feet. Cause it's like arching off the ceiling, but yeah. that's where I'm. What about you? What are you geeking out on these days? I mean, honestly, I would probably say coffee has been my biggest thing mm-hmm. lately. We, mm. I surprised James for our anniversary with this amazing espresso machine that I love. It's beautiful. And it's ever, matte white. Like, oh, ever nice. since <laughs> then, we haven't even gone out to coffee. Like, it's yeah. just such an amazing part of our experience in our morning. I mean, this morning, I woke up to him bringing me an Americano with a little bit of oat milk. And I was like, oh, this is the best way to wake up. This, um, this is the life. Just, yeah. It really is. And I mean, you know, you know, I just love as, as we get into a crazy busy wedding season, it's so great to have that routine, especially in the morning. And I feel like coffee has been one of my favorite parts of my routine lately. Mm-hmm. So simple, but yeah. Yeah. it's been, it's been so good lately. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's something different about espresso than just oh, like yeah. drip coffee. Because uh-huh. um, I, I used to. I mean, I I still drink like you know French press and stuff like that pretty oh, regularly. Yeah. But like that, the that espresso, like even an americano, which is very similar in to just like plain drip coffee, it's got yeah. a different taste and it's like yeah. that richness. Absolutely. And I yeah, agree. I can geek out yeah. about coffee all day. Well, also, go just. On. Yeah, Jess, I love that you were like, for our anniversary, I bought James this espresso machine yeah, that I love. She clearly said, like, she brought it up and she goes, This is for us. Yeah, we, yeah. we learned in marriage there's like gifts for the other person, and then there's for us gifts. And that was yes. 100% a for us gift. But it was a oh, true yeah. shock and surprise because oh, I yeah. had to order it from another country and use a private shipper. And it was like, oh, yeah, she geeked thing. out hard on this thing. But it was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's equally used by both of us. And mm-hmm. I agree there. Someone if I were to choose one medium of coffee forever, it'd be espresso. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the best gifts where you can use them together. And oh, it's not just like a. Hey, this is for you, and yeah, that's it. But like, this is for us. We get to you get to bond over it where you wake yeah. up and, and James bringing you coffee. That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, awesome. Okay, cool. That's that's great. I love those. Um, let's see. What am I loving this week? I um, I recently found. I think it's on Hulu, maybe Amazon or like Prime Video or something. Um, it's a show that I used to be really into when it first came out called fringe um oh i've heard of it's that like, it's like a little yeah, like a it's sci-fi ish yeah yeah it's like a, a kind of sci-fi ish type um crime procedural yeah. okay yeah show, I've heard something it's also got uh what's his name joshua jackson who was like the main kid in mighty ducks um <laughs> which is the reason that i started watching it in the first place i was like i remember you from childhood um, oh yeah but it's it's really interesting stuff um and like uh it it kind of gets a little weird after like season two but uh weird in a good way if you like sci-fi but like the the pilot episode it just 
it pulls you in if you like uh stuff that's a little bit different uh than just like cool. csi type crime stuff totally. uh, so yeah i saw that it's on i believe it's on hulu uh okay. i don't know it'll be in the show notes too um oh. But it's really good, called Fringe, and it came out in like 2005 or something. Oh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it's a good one. Love um, it. Okay, so cool. I we have we have where where people can go find um like the the album uh masterclass and everything. Where else can people find totally. y'all yeah. follow along uh, with your travels Absolutely. and all those things? Yeah. So we. We both have an Instagram account. We have two separate accounts because it's really fun to play off each other. Uh, you can find Jess at, at Jess Fairchild and me at James Whitty, W-I-T-T-Y. And of course, we already mentioned our YouTube channel slash James and Jess and jamesandjess.com. If you just search James and Jess, you're bound to find us somewhere, uh, which is a gift that we have that. And another <laughs> exciting thing that we are just, we're just starting to leak. Uh, if you're listening to this oh, yeah. in relevant uh weeks is Jess and I, was I wondering and I, if we were going to get into this or not yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I don't I don't want to bring uh, it up just in case it's like too early yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited recording <laughs> this podcast we haven't told social media yet we've just been leaking to a few avenues and um Tyler Spire who I believe was a guest on this show yeah. uh very recently was, yeah just a just a few awesome. weeks ago yeah he is a genius he, he's a genius planner florist he creates the most beautiful things he's a, one of our best friends in the industry we have all three teamed up and we now created a photography conference Woo-hoo! that we're beyond excited yeah, yeah, yeah. about. The first one is going to happen this november uh 14th through 16th 2022 in santa barbara california and early bird tickets like pre-early bird tickets for these little announcements are out right now if you just want to look at it and geek out, uh, we have the first round of speakers up there. Not not all the speakers have been finalized, but if you go to thrivephotoconference.com, uh, you can check it out and see what it's all about. And we would love to see you there. And you can always DM us and email us and, and ask us questions. Uh, so we're very excited about that. You know, you ask like, what are you stoked about this week? I'm like, houseplants, yes, but yeah. really excited yeah. about this for sure. And yeah. beyond that, conference, albums, houseplants, coffee, whatever. If you guys are listening to this and you want to connect, please connect with us. You can always DM us. We respond to every single DM. It might take 24 to 48 hours or more, but we respond to all of them. Uh, you can email us at hello at jamesandjess.com. And we want to hear from you because we believe in this industry and it's big and beautiful and we want to see you thrive. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I am super pumped for, for y'all's conference too. I mean, just like for, for the listeners, like if, if you enjoyed the, the energy of this conversation today, um, and, and that of, of Tyler's episode a few weeks ago, like I, I, I know that one, this conference is going to have like some crazy energy, just like bringing you in, hyping you up. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and also like the style shoots and stuff that, that Tyler's designing. Um, If y'all, the listeners, if you have not followed Tyler yet from a few weeks ago, go follow. He recently did like this crazy baby's breath. uh, Oh, so beautiful. 
insane, insanely beautiful. I was like, that's baby's breath. Like, that's like, know, people how? are like, this is like the worst flower. You know, this is like super budget, whatever. And then he just like transformed this thing. I was like, yeah, that's it's insane. So, yeah, yeah I know that like y'all styled shoots and stuff are going to be insane uh, for, yeah. for and portfolios as well. It, it Absolutely. And one of the things is no matter what level you're at, uh, we we have the privilege of speaking a lot and teaching a lot and traveling a lot is in my experience, every the most valuable conversations and connections I've ever made, I say, quote unquote, happened at the bar after or in a little conversation in between breakouts or running into someone yeah. or someone saying hi or me having the courage to say hi to someone I admire. And that's kind of what we created. it. It's not just go to these breakouts, go back, go this the three days is going to be all hosted and all interactive. And there's going to be so many moments for places and things and connections to happen. So like the, like you said, the style shoots are going to be bonkers. The education is going to be top notch. And then all of the in-between experiences are going to be just at that level. And there's a party every night. And we're having a party every night because yeah, we want to connect. Nice. We have a good time. It's going to be great. That- that is the worst whenever you're at a conference and then like you don't know anyone there because I'm usually going oh, yeah. solo to conferences yeah. and then there's nothing planned in the evenings because I'm always like reaching out to people. I'm like, hey, I know we just met this morning because we sat next to each other, but you want to go to dinner? You want to have some fun? You want to hit the pool yes. or something? Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, all good things, but it's so much better when it's created to do that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I remember like one of one of the uh memories that I have with y'all from uh, show it uh, United this past year was just like belting out uh, to Queen and and karaoke (laughs) night and just going insane. Love karaoke. I love Queen. I also have never been able to do karaoke at the United conference before because I always speak the morning after and we spoke that morning. So I was like, I'm losing my breath today. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those moments are always the best. That's that is where I tend to connect with people and find new friends yes, and, and network and all those things. Um, is not during the actual like sitting there taking notes, which is also yeah. amazing. Like that, yeah. that which helps is me so like necessary. move forward. Yeah. Totally. Like the, the education yeah. is obviously necessary. Obviously, right. but I love obviously. when it goes beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the conferences that always uh, like I'm looking forward to going the next year and the next time that they're having it. Cause I'm like, yeah. this, this was mm-hmm. good. This was more than just, I've been to those conferences where it is uh, strictly education and it's just like this and that's it, you know, take notes cause that's it. Um, but yeah. And those I'm, I, I've never gone back for a second year, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, well, that's cool. And I will have that link uh, for the, awesome. the Thrive uh, Photo Conference dot uh, com in uh, the show notes as well. And it's probably in whatever podcast player you've got right now. You can just scroll down in the show notes and then click on it and go check Perfect. it out. Uh, but yeah, well, James, Jess, this has been amazing. It's been so fun to get to talk with you all again. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Oh, John, thanks thank for having you. us. It was an honor. Everyone listening. You guys are amazing. Stoked to hear from all of you. Thank you so much for having us. Y'all, James and Jess are so fun. I loved getting to chat with them and I loved all the areas that they covered where we can elevate our client experiences. One way to never plateau as a business owner is to always be looking for areas where you can improve your client experience. 
As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 110. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. Join us for the next live episode by joining the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All of the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships. You get a great deal while we get a little kickback. It's a great way to support this free podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. James is at jameswitty. Jess is at Jess Fairchild. And you can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Show some love. Share it with your friends. Until next week, I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye.